1: Welcome back quest fans for more headline heroism from your beloved teams from the League of Ultimate Questing. So far this quarter we've witnessed some awe-inspiring wins and devastating losses from teams of all rankings. The Ivory Lions are having what can only be described as a perfect season, amassing win after win against only the highest-ranked Legendary Challenges. Word on the wind is that they may be on their way to becoming the League's very first Paragon-tiered team. In other news, hero-ranked team The Broken Ballad are back in action after an extended vacation. And finally, the Nexus Enterprise has opened four new LUQ headquarters across Mackinar
2: in Tomodane, Camdella, Anmar, and Andreal. Wait, wait, four new headquarters? Ah, yeah, must've cost a fortune. Where the hell do they keep getting all this money from? Wait, did you say, say Andreal? Like, as in Kymaris, <laughs> who in their right mind would make an HQ in literally God's damned Kymaris? Well, Storm, most of the funding for the LUQ
3: and the Nexus Enterprise comes from the commercials.
2: Oh, yeah, sure, the commercials. Who can forget about the endless stream of commercials?
1: Well, Storm, I don't know about you, but personally, the commercials are my favorite part.
3: Beloved ragtag novice team, the Mortal Dawn has left Heption's Ball, an elite noble party thrown by Lord Heption once a season, in disarray. As a shadow from Chris Sagran's past loomed its dark head, you have returned to the city of Lucenili via teleportation magic, escorted by your patron Maven, and he escorts you back to your huge beautiful apartment above the stinky fish refinery. You are led up the stairs. Everyone seems to be very quiet and somber from the very dark and foreboding happenings of the past six hours. There's definitely a dark cloud of uh, deep thought hovering over our beloved team. And as you even just begin to open the door, it gets forced open the rest of the way as this giant, slobbering puppy shoves his way out and begins licking everything lickable within lick radius. <laughs> and he has a 10-foot lick radius.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well, Morty. Well, the slobbers
5: we missed you.
3: And it looks like Morty has made a little bit of a mess near Arvid's bed because he was inside for a little while. (laughs) No one could let him out, which is roughly the size of a cantaloupe. (laughs) 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 But he seems proud of his work. Ah, And Arvid's bed is just in disarray, even though he has a brand new bed next to it. (laughs) He's clearly just been playing and shredding through your mattress and blankets.
5: Uh, You must have missed me.
3: Maven goes immediately over to the wet bar and uncorks a brown bottle and pours a glass.
4: Pour me whatever you're pouring.
3: Tell me, patron.
6: Did you figure out why this uh, uh, hepatitis wanted to uh, do these things with us?
3: Heption? mm -hmm. I don't think he wanted to do anything with you all. He simply had a friend who was very eager to meet Christ, and he did not look into the possible dangers involved in who he was dealing with. Uh, Ignorance as opposed to malice. It's a very common trait in the wealthy, believe it or not. I believe it. I don't think his intentions were necessarily violent, but they were, sh- they were selfish and not thought through. And I will not have my dear team be facing the repercussions of his ignorance without some kind of penance to be paid.
6: Forgive me for saying so, you do seem a little
3: uh, attached. Look at what you've achieved. You've only been novice for what? A few weeks? Part of that, granted, you were missing, but you've gotten the attention of everyone in the area. You've become minor celebrities. I don't think I've ever seen a novice-ranked team garner so much attention. And you're perfect for what we are achieving. You all have put your entire lives into this. You live together, you work together. You are a team. I see you all the time functioning as a group. The the da, da. Yet, uh, you have to understand I've spent a
6: good portion of my life being treated like an asset. And if we were just here to, uh, say, make you money or make you famous, I have a sneaking suspicion you would not be so adoring. But I think we've gone on long enough without asking questions of you. Do you have questions, Artyom? Who are you? My past is complicated. As is ours. And yet we do spend whatever time we can to explain it to each other.
3: I'm willing to answer these questions, but I don't know
6: how it is helpful. Duh, maybe not now. But soon I'm going to want to know something.
3: And I'm eager for you to see through any kind of doubt you may have. I don't wish for that to exist. Let's just say it's of my best interest to become involved with the team as much as possible and see you rise through the ranks. It's not for wealth. If I was putting my specialties into other venues, I could be making quite a bit more money. It's not necessarily about fame. For the four of you, certainly, if that's what you wish. My name's never going to be on the reel. I'm simply the one who's handling the background work. That's what I'm good at. I like doing things that I'm good at. And the Nexus Enterprise is due for a change, and I think you're the group that can do that.
5: What's wrong with it?
3: It's been the same thing for so long. They're so focused on the entertainment of the crowds that they've forgotten the real point of this questing that we're doing. It's very repetitive. It's lost its soul. Groups like you are the ones that breathe the fire back into that flame. I see great value in that.
4: Then is it that you want to help people?
3: I mean, that's kind of the point of questing, but I just want to see a change in the world. And I think that having some kind of huge, massive, powerful, magical network that you can use at your disposal to help in these things, it's an asset we can't turn down. On that, I wholeheartedly agree. And he pours you a glass of whatever he's drinking and he shoots his
4: back. Chris will also just shoot his back, too.
7: Harutax walks up, picks up a pineapple, looks at it, and just pours liquor into it the way that people do, like, jungle juice where they let it soak overnight. And then, without waiting, just immediately just the whole thing just, just explodes out of their mouth
3: quite a mess and Marty's underneath your feet just <laughs> licking up the mess
7: I don't understand why people do this with these things
3: well that's not quite how they do it but it's nice to see you cutting loose a little bit <laughs> enjoying yourself you've all earned some rest we're in no big rush to accomplish this thing although the sooner we do it the more we can help the people involved he says gesturing to Chris just know that there is an underground organization in a place that is known as the Gaff and Slasher it's a tavern here in town in the barrow blocks this is the information I've gathered and someone there is exporting human slaves to Alcara and making a lot of money doing it how you approach it can be up to you this is your time to navigate your own teamwork and planning but please take some rest do what you need spend any of the money that you've been given there should be again another 200 or so coming from the bounty in the next few weeks will we be doing our own reconnaissance if you wish to you're more than welcome to will you provide any additional information if I come across it that's what I plan on doing
4: I know we just got back, but please seek out Regina. I think she will be a great asset. Maybe we'll find the ship going there. Certainly.
3: If we need the access of a vessel, I'll be in touch with her and see if she wants to be on hire. I will take care of that in the next day. (sighs) Well, we all have a lot to think about. Um, I certainly have some work to do, but you have earned a rest.
4: Before we turn in, I just wanted to say to all of you, both thank you, and I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't want to put anyone in harm's way. Christ,
7: Those creatures. And I pull out the shard that I kept, and I walk up, I tap the gem in Chris's chest. Do you think that's what you're turning into?
4: I wish I knew. When we, when we left the Maw, when I was stuck, I did see something. It looked a lot like me. I don't know what
5: it was. I don't know. We'll be here for you. And it was no trouble. Honestly, the clan protects its members.
6: That's all well and noble, but you also have to understand that there's a good chance there may be some people coming after me at some point. I figure I kill a few crystals, you kill a few of my enemies, everybody be okay. I
7: take the crystal, handing it to him. I I look him dead in the eye and I say, You are stronger than they are. You will not share their fate.
3: And when you press it into his hand, you see it melt into his skin and disappear. That's not good.
5: Maybe it's like water, you just, you know, absorb it, it'll...
6: Then maybe it turns into more water?
5: Uh, <laughs> we, we drink water and then, and then we're full of water, it's, uh...
4: But then do you feel full? Uh, I, I'm not sure I feel any different.
5: Maybe you can, like, access its memories. Um, think, about, think about being a giant crystal monster. Just, like, close your eyes. Come, come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, come on.
4: <laughs> I would be very afraid to do that. After hearing that voice again after so many
6: years. No, come on, friend. Uh, Why don't you delve back deep into your horrible personal traumas, yeah?
4: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Aren't you a doctor?
7: Is that really sound medical advice?
3: It's a joke. (laughs) Maybe it does not translate very well. And uh, Maven sets the open bottle down and says, I'm just going to leave this open, and I'm going to leave you alone with your thoughts. If you need me for anything, please send a letter of some way. I'll be in touch. And he gives Chris one more like, embrace on the shoulder before he leaves
4: uh, Chris unexpectedly even to him just actually gives him a hug hmm. you did good and he leaves and closes the door behind him and Reginald says
3: if you're alright with it I would like to take a rest I've been a busy
4: boy <laughs> well deserved very good
3: Eww. Clump." and a huge metal box lands on the ground
4: <laughs> so we have a big bad to fight and we're almost heroes the... what do we do how do we handle all of this? I'm not going to lie. This might be the first time in a long time I've felt anything close to family.
2: Ooh.
4: I mean,
6: thank you, I guess.
7: <laughs> Everyone just is staring at Artyom.
6: What?
5: Why don't you... What's the sigh for?
4: <laughs> the family? This is absurd. Does family not fight for you? Is family not willing to die for you? Let's be
6: frank here. We've been through some adventures. We've been in dangerous situations. I trust you all with my back as far as our professional association goes. But the fact is, family is something a little bit more uh, concrete than uh, a random lot drawn from a hat and then a few uh, dangerous situations. Blood of Battle definitely births strong associations, but I don't know any of you. And I think what happened tonight proves this. But you have my support, and I will keep an eye out for you.
4: As I will you. All of you.
3: You too, Morty. (laughs) Come here. And he knocks the bottle off the table with his tail and then laps up the brown liquid.
5: (laughs) Morty!
3: And he just gets the zoomies. Oh. Uh, So the mortal don gets a couple days of recovery time. You can sleep in, you can have food ordered on the LUQ budget, or you can engage in any kind of personal activities that you need to have sought to.
7: Step one, I'm going to reset my death saves and my hit
6: points after that fight.
3: (laughs) The full rest does, of course, mechanically recharge all
2: of your good stuff. And your bad stuff.
6: So I am actually going to look for a Church of Bren Mm -hmm. while I'm in town during my downtime to find what I can.
3: You learn in your traveling about town and asking some questions that... Ren isn't a common deity in Leone, mm. but there is one temple to him in Inlakes, which is a okay. bit of a travel away from here. The nearest other one is probably in Alcara, because um, Lucinelli is fairly equidistant between Alcara and Inlakes. Gotcha. Okay, cool.
6: Um, there are
3: several temples to Quinas.
6: Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Did I get any information about that woman, the, the, the elf woman? Uh,
3: she said that she was a high priestess of Quenus, mm-hmm. um, and she was a kind of a envoy of the Sea Alps. Gotcha. Um, and she was just very interested in your holy symbol and your background because both you were a drow and you deal with a deity that is, like I said, the other side of the coin to her deity. Gotcha. Okay,
6: cool. I'll go to like one of the larger uh places and find out information, just kind of get some general information gathering. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll spend some time just doing not research about religion and like the religion, all the religions of this totally. world.
3: So what is available like in Lucinilli, you definitely get a very good feel for like what churches are here and what the mm-hmm. predominant deities are um there's a lot of priests of Cygnus mm-hmm. and temples there too the ones of Quenus it's not so much as a place of congregation for s- lectures and seminars and it's more of a place to go and offer your reverence to the deity people often bring gifts here things that will be brought out to the ocean and dropped to the ocean floor mm-hmm. it's kind of a bartering system where they pay for their safe voyage across the ocean by appeasing the goddess of the sea who is a terrible violent i mean she's called the sea bitch like that's just what she's called (laughs) um she is a deadly sword maiden and her will is to basically if if people aren't worthy they can't make it across the ocean right so they have to prove themselves
6: um another thing i really want to find out more about is the shadow fell that i learned about from
3: the druid druid Mm. druider druider the dryader the dryader that was it you can do investigation. We'll say you just find a library and then we can activate investigation for cool. Literally Dewey decimaling it. Uh twelve. All the reading you can find that regards the Shadowfell is very much folklory and not very historical. Right. So it's all very conceptualized versions of fairy tales of this horrible creature that came from the Shadowfell, or children being kidnapped by red caps and brought to the Shadowfell. Right. So lots of flavor, unfortunately not much substance. Fair enough. But you do get the names of some of the creatures that dwell there in terms that they have, but no good histories. Okie okay, dokie.
7: How many, how many days did Maven say we were likely to have before having to begin our assault?
3: Uh, he said that you have a few days of recovery time and that time could be of the essence and that you're trying to help people, but take what you need.
7: Is that... Is that time to brew healing potions using my herbalism kit, or would I need, like, a matter of weeks?
3: Technically, it's usually a week, but if you roll really well, we can say you concocted something. You have been gearing up for it, had a little time on the ship as well, so. Uh, go ahead and roll me an herbalism check to All see right. if you managed to, because you bought some components in San Does that
7: use wisdom or intelligence?
3: We decided wisdom early on, okay. because you're very shamanistic. That's ten total. You do not finish your concoction. Okay. It's going to take you at least another four days.
7: Okay. So Haruthak Her- spends a lot of time in the house kind of tottering about with, with herbs and poultices and that it's kind of a thing. A
3: lingering smell of, of these strange unguents that you try to create. And this is your first time doing, and you're still kind of wrapping your head around it.
7: The fish smell is less, though.
3: <laughs> um, and you realize when you come home one of the, these days, there's like one of those old-fashioned metal like milk crates on your front porch. And in it, there are four... Bottles of Domain Farms old fashioned 1D8 healing potions. Nice. And just a note on it that says, Y'all done good.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: Oh. <laughs> Can you do it in the voice, though?
3: Y'all done good. There we go. <laughs>
7: Which
3: is what you hear when you read it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> After the events at the ball, Arvid can't stop thinking about Chris's state. Concerned glances every time he passes. D'aw. And like little hi waves and like <laughs> um, an occasional, Are you okay, buddy? And eventually, finally gets the courage up to just ask him to sit down. Uh, Christ? Yes? Would you... would you speak with me for a moment?
4: Yeah, of course. Of, of course, yes.
5: I just... I keep worrying that this is going to be hard on you in the future. It sounds like whatever happened happened a long time ago, and I know how these things can affect a warrior's daily performance.
4: I... I thank you. You're right it has it will it does but it's the thing that drives me i don't want what happened to me to happen to anybody
5: else i know that feeling i understand i guess i'm just i'm just asking if there's anything i can do to make sure that the future goes more smoothly for you if there's a way if you need to step aside if you ever need anything
4: there's one thing i think we should spar i don't i don't want to be weak i could use your help.
5: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I I didn't expect that. I was thinking you'd ask me to carry some of your belongings or something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would like to know how to use my power better. And I think as we face bigger and bigger threats and more unknown magics, that we both could learn a lot from this.
5: Ah uh, yes. Yes. Um, there are definitely some magical moments that I've had where I've thought, if only this mage were dead, because it is very difficult <laughs> to find it. So I think you're right. Maybe we should all talk strategy at some point. I would like that. Haruthax
7: walks in and is like, you two are sparring? Here, I made some potions. And like as, as they say this, there's like a noise, and two of Haruthax's teeth have fallen out and goes, <gasps> oh shit, nope, that's not the white one. Don't drink these. And I take <laughs> them back <dark> and... <laughs> Woof. Hi. But keep keep planning the sparring. Just don't use these health potions. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
5: wait, perhaps you'd want to join in on our discussion of future plans?
7: I could bless you both while you're sparring, but it, would, <laughs> it wouldn't do much to uneven the playing field. I guess I could bless one of you. I look <laughs> pointedly at Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Right, because we've never really taken any time to discuss battle strategies. Whenever I used to go out with my brothers to go hunting, um, if we were trying to take down big game, my eldest brother would bring us all around and show us some visuals, and and we would try to decide how to best approach the enemy, right?
4: I think you're absolutely right. If what Maven says is true, we're not going to be novices much longer. We can't think like novices anymore
5: got to work as a team.
7: I'll be the first to admit, I'm not really used to working as a team. My parents died when I was very young. I've been on my own a long time.
4: Oh, oh.
5: So, so have I.
7: I look at you and I'm like, it is the way of the world for the old to pass and the young to survive.
4: Don't be sad, Arvid.
5: Tears welling. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but from your dancing and our combined magics, we have a lot of potential, all of us. We just need to bring it out.
5: We almost always do great when we're out there. It's just every once in a while something goes a bit askew. Something always goes askew. Hello, it's me. (laughs) Hello.
7: (laughs) She kicks the door down. Oi, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I got new tracksuit. It's amazing.
5: (laughs) Squat. Yeah. I particularly remember the time at the sacrificial altar. Yes. I was not ready for that. That was horrific.
4: Nor was I. I truly, I didn't feel like it was our place to meddle in their affairs.
5: No.
7: Things escalated quickly, that's very certain. But
4: sometimes
5: decisive
7: action is required.
4: On that, I agree.
5: It was also strange to me that we never had a leader selected or appointed. In all of my combat teams, there's always been somebody to defer to, even if that changes depending on what the task is. There's always been somebody set up to make the final choice and I think maybe one of our problems is that we don't have anything like that.
3: And with that we'll say that there is a uh, creaking of the door opening.
6: Yes, what is even the point of endless uh, amounts of information if none of it is the information I need? <laughs> yeah. Hello.
5: Everyone's staring directly. Yeah. We're, all, we're,
7: <laughs> we're all like sitting around in chairs like like, and all of us turn our heads towards you as you walk in.
5: With that look on our face, you know, the, the half frown. The... Mm.
7: <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't try these healing potions. I'm just- <laughs> that wasn't going to. But,
6: just, uh, thank you.
4: I'm going to open with that. <sighs> <laughs> Everything okay? Yes, but I think you should pull up a chair. We have strategy to discuss.
6: Strategy? Yeah, okay. I grab a chair and pull it over to the siege.
4: Wait. Yes, that is, that is one of many things.
6: I actually had some pretty good ideas. I'm thinking we could always purchase some hirelings, something like this. I mean, depending on whether it's a tavern, depending on the exits, it might be prudent. Alternatively, we could play to our strengths with the fact that we've got a strong, uh, good goat person. They could always take up the front, you draw a lot of attention, and then we come in from behind with all of our magics a-blazing. But uh, the problem with this is uh, it runs a high risk of Arvid uh, dying, and they didn't want to put ourselves at this possibility. What?
5: So that's, uh, that is strategy. Hmm. There
4: seems to be something on all of our minds.
6: And yet none of you are comfortable saying it, apparently. I like this, what you just <laughs>
7: did. The. Yes, you consulted us before you went off half-cocked.
5: That is excellent. Yeah. I noticed that too.
6: The, yeah, yes, it seems like often there's a... I do not like waiting for things, and uh, unfortunately, you're all very nice people, and very nice people didn't get killed, while other things, important things, are happening around you. I don't know that that is necessarily true, but... That you're not a nice person? Yeah, that's the one. Ah, I see. Yes, (laughs) this is okay.
5: The place that you come from, it sounds like it's pretty dangerous. There's not a lot of trust there.
6: Some trust is necessary. Uh, Other times, trust is a very poor decision. But we all have to work together. I mean, you stand in uh, endless... Caves full of giant monsters. Everybody is trying to mine, and the, the possibility of being attacked from behind, from every angle. You have to be able to trust the people around you, and it is uh, it is good being able to trust your coworkers.
7: Co-workers. You took that very personally, Arvid. I'm sorry. <laughs>
6: yes. I reach across and I pat you. I'm like. I don't understand. It's okay. This is this bad?
7: No, I don't think it's bad. I think there have been moments so far in our adventuring path where where your decisiveness has been. As much a hindrance as a help in ways, (laughs)
6: This is (laughs) probably (laughs) true.
7: We were drafted by lottery. It gives us a certain disadvantage from the other teams who form with uh, specific roles intended. I think you have leadership qualities. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I also think sometimes you may wish to consider your actions before you make them.
5: And even bring them up to us, perhaps. Maybe talk about it. When
7: possible. I know at the moment the dagger is being plunged into someone's heart is not really the time for speaking
6: yeah. I think uh, I think you have a good point Ugh. this is awkward the effect is uh, I hand you a bottle of alcohol that, uh, thank you I take it out and I put it on some of the burns on my hands and things like that It's <laughs> like, yeah, good. <laughs> another one of my teeth falls out <laughs> <laughs> I look at my arms now covered in a uh, tincture that you just gave me. Mm, <laughs> I
7: mean, it was for drinking, but it works for disinfecting.
6: Fuck, yeah. Don't uh,
7: worry, they grow back. Arms? <laughs> <Is> <laughs> a arm? Only if you're Hadar. No, not teeth. My teeth. They uh, grow uh, back.
6: Ah, uh, da, da, yeah. The, the, the reptilian?
7: They, fa- they fall out, they grow back. It's okay.
6: Fascinating. Look, I, I don't know what you're trying to say. You say leadership qualities, but you also say I tend to screw you over frequently. This is this is not uh, reconcilable information. Then let me try. I
4: cast guidance going... on Chris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are no longer novices. We are heading toward being heroes. And with that, we need to step up every part of our lives. Maybe you can be the leader we need. And maybe we can be the companions that you need. Um, so
6: <laughs> as soon as you say you could be the leader, you see his face kind of blush up. And he's like, oh, duh. Maybe, uh, maybe this is okay. Uh, yeah, I like, uh, I like this, uh, and you have your family dynamic, which makes you all very good at functioning independently, and I like that as well, uh, you're, I, you're, uh, but you're also very, uh, independent, which I like, I can, I can send you off and, and you do, it's, it's good.
5: Do you think for us you could work on just a little bit, just a little bit, opening up to us and consulting us?
6: Does, does he speak for
5: everybody? A, g- a great leader listens to his people.
6: Yes. Okay. Da, mm. I mean lately I, I've started to see your strengths. Up until now, it's all been a lot of uh, mixed information. I can't say with any confidence whether anybody was especially good or bad at. But uh, I mean, the the Christy, he does the good talking, and you do the uh, good murder, A big, <laughs> big, big like a big murder. <laughs> uh, Nardex well, Nardex is good at everything, which is nice. So, da, I understand. It is not uh, that I try to uh, to do something that is going to upset, or it's not as though I try to, like, make my own decisions on behalf of everybody, but my actions, they are based on what I see as appropriate. And you're right. I spend too much time, uh, worrying about what is right for me and not enough about what is right for all of us. If you say I'm, uh, what, uh, what is the word, uh... Uh, Brigadier General, if that's what you wish. I think the
7: traditional term is Captain.
6: Nah, oh Captain, this this is less of a of mouthful. I am not so good with Brigadier General. Uh, <laughs> Commandant, uh,
4: ah,
6: <laughs> Commissar, <laughs> Commissar.
5: <laughs> uh,
6: like Commissar, it's so good. Uh da, if you if you wish to elect me to a rank of captain, I will make absolutely sure that one, I do my best to live up to that expectation, but two, if at any point I feel like I am not the best person for that job in a given moment, I will be easily be willing to pass that on to the person who is.
7: I take a little bit of iron paint and I draw a C on his jersey.
6: <laughs> right on the right on a lapel
7: where team captains have their C for and I put I put one star there.
6: Because it's your first season as captain. This is a... This is nice. I do not, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to conversation. This is uh, strange for me.
3: Da? Yes? I'm coming in, and you hear a <laughs> as the door kind of forces itself open, and Maven kind of hobbles in, dragging something very heavy. It looks like a large burlap sack.
5: Arvid immediately um, goes over
3: to help him. And there's something writhing inside of it. Morty's like immediately like... <laughs> Like, look straight up, like, frozen solid when the knock happens. A small question. Uh, nothing too big. What is this? This is some of the information I've been gathering. And he looks like he's gotten, like, a punch to the face recently. And, like, Maven's kind of disheveled compared to how you usually see him. And he seems very emotionally driven instead of very dry and calculated. But he drags this thing in and says, So, it turns out that there's a trail of buyers and things all through Elkara and Leone. Involved in this horrible slave trade, and before they send out these poor souls, they do a bit of cleaning up on them. Some medical work, uh, giving them tinctures and unguents and things to make sure they're in ship shape before they spend the rest of their lives in indentured servitude. I could not find the source other than knowing it's still at the Gaff and Slasher, but I know that this is the person who's in charge of cleaning them up. He has a little bit of information we can gather before we go in guns ablazing but these guns they're very popular in the free isles oh the dangerous weapons he pulls it open and this old man like topples out with raggedy hair dirty brownish merchant's clothes and long gross yellow fingernails Ugh. Uh. well it
2: looks like the wardle Don finally found themselves a team captain it only took him an entire goddamn season but I mean leadership is just so important in the world of questing when hell's raining down on you like somebody busted open a demonic pinata, you need someone who's going to keep their heads cool. Ah, there was talk back in the day of making me team captain for the Silver Penance. Oh really? How come that never happened? Yeah, I turned it down. I'm not a spotlight kind of guy. I work best behind the scenes. I'm a mover. You know, a doer. Not a mouthpiece. Well, well the times have changed, my friend. Yeah? Yeah, wait, what do you mean?
1: Well, here you are. In the big booth. Right in the spotlight spouting off amassed wisdom from a world of learning. I wouldn't have it any other way, Storm, my friend.
2: Huh, bang! Well, when you put it that way, I guess so. Thank you, Kip. Now let's get back to the action.
3: On the battlefield, there is only one driving force, a mighty thirst. No one, not even you, will remember if we quenched our thirst for battle or if we quenched our thirst for hydration. I do not drink of the water, I haven't the tongue for it. Only one thing is best in life, crush your tea leaves, see them steeping before you, and taste the fermentation of the culture. Krambucha, a probiotic with barbaric flavor.
8: Lucky for you, it's time for my break. All this torturing can work up quite an appetite. But with my busy schedule, I don't have time for regular shopping or meal prep. That's why I'm glad I use Factor. Fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals ready in two minutes and delivered straight to my door. 35 weekly options and over 60 add-ons to keep things interesting. You, you're a thin one. You'd probably like their calorie smart options. Me, I'm building muscle, so I love their protein plus options. (laughs) Yes, you're right. The scheduling flexibility is amazing if I want to change for as much or as little as I need week to week. It's fast, premium options with no cooking required. (laughs) Of course, I have a deal for you. Head to factormeals.com slash theleague50 and use code theleague50 to get 50% off. That's code theleague50 at factormeals.com slash theleague50 to get 50% off. A deal that can't be beat. And speaking of being beaten, it's time to get back to work.
5: Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal feminist perspective. Check out new episodes Mondays and Fridays for a wide variety of topics and news episodes.
0: Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Rage on.
6: What's up, slappers and dashers? It's Zach. It's the end of the month, so we want to take this opportunity to thank everybody who contributed to our Patreon for the month of July. That includes my girl Tori Christensen, Anthony Caffiero, head of Orcs, 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 the greatest D&D tavern pop-up in the world... Brian R. Rush, Kristen Wiseman, Daniel Pickens Jones, who was on D20 Questions, Elizabeth with no last name, Eric England. I really hope E R I C Ages is supposed to be pronounced Eric and not Eric, just because that sounds terrible. And if that is your name, I'm so sorry. Isaac Davies, who has just been a longtime supporter of the show. You have our absolute love. Uh, Jennifer R. Swanson, Billman uh, at Billman TV, uh, again, one of our just ardent supporters raker wilson and stephanie golden who has made some amazing fan art for us thank you so much stephanie all of you guys have been unbelievably fantastic and i just i can't express my appreciation enough uh we also want to give a very special thanks to our legendary team jeff ammons and david mladenoff who have been giving us that sweet sweet 25 five dollar paycheck i love you guys obviously i also want to thank the danes don't think i forgot about you denmark you beautiful beasts so denmark is actually growing as our number two biggest demographic they're actually making up about one eighth of our listens now instead of one tenth which is kind of just crazy and it still kills me that nobody from denmark has reached out to us and been like hey it's me the danes This is why we love you. In other news, our second show, D20 Questions, where we interview local geek magnates and persecute them mercilessly, uh, just had a very high-profile guest. That's Keith Baker, the creator of the Eberron campaign setting. We loved having him on the show. He was an absolute delight, and you should definitely check it out if you're interested in world building or Eberron as a concept or really anything. He also has some really exciting announcements about a new project that's coming out, so that's great. You can find all five episodes of D20Questions on slapdashstudios.com, and since it's brand new, we can really use your support in the form of a review and sharing it with your friends. I mean, hell... LUQ is still really new and could seriously use your help in that regard. Uh, if you've binged every episode and you want to show your support, please leave us an iTunes review, uh, share it with your friends, uh, blast it from a boombox, maybe force a few strangers to listen to it at gunpoint, or just go ahead and throw us some of your hard-earned money on patreon.com slash studios.
3: addicted to the blood pumping action of the League of Ultimate Questing. Get ready for the League of Ultimate Questing, the game. Play as your favorite LUQ stars, move over the Mackinar game board, and accomplish hundreds of quests to rise to the ranks and become a Paragon tier hero like the world has never seen before. This spirit's rest, ask your parents for the League of Ultimate Questing, the game. Dice and miniatures not included.
1: me out. I've been bound and gagged for
6: hours now. <coughs> oh dear. Would would I would I we all be looking around at each of you. I remember you you're that weird person in, in the merchant's area. Regis. Yes, I'm Regis. Why am I here? You're the one who can't pronounce reagents. Why did you kick me so many times?
3: <laughs> because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 No, this is probably true.
6: What do you
1: want from me? Please just let me go.
3: Please ask any questions you want of him. I'm sure he has more information than you let on. Why don't you take care of your fingernails?
1: (laughs) They're useful in utilizing small herbs and tinctures. And my wife loves them.
3: Ah! Gross. And he gets onto his feet and kind of dusts himself off. And
4: Maven's like, don't get too comfortable. Let's get to the point. What do you know about the slasher? And what do you know about this slave trade?
1: Oh, dear. Well... In my life, I have been forced uh, to make difficult business decisions, uh, some of which, well, pretty much all of which in the past 10, 20 years have involved the gangs that run this town. Uh, If I want to have a business, I need to be tied up with one of them, and since, because of you all, I sort of stuck a knife in the back of the black tongues, uh, I needed some new protection, and uh, let's just say the most anonymous group was the most Fortuitous for me, um, they immediately started sending me work where I could use my regents to mend these busted up bodies and send them off. I didn't get a lot of information, but you're talking about, you're talking about the Gaffen Slasher, right? Yes. Well, I've, I've been there once, but I didn't meet any officials, I was simply dropping off some cargo, and I'm doing large quotation marks with my fingers.
6: Just the uh, cog in the machine
1: there? As much as possible. I can tell you a bit about the bar itself. The money's been good. I've rebuilt my wagon. I'm on my way to getting a brick and mortar. I'd
7: like to stop doing this if I could. Does he seem sincere when he says that he'd like Mm -hmm. to stop
3: doing this? Roll me an insight check. 17. Uh, He seems like he's really interested. He's very excited about having money coming his way. And he's probably not that scrupulous about how he gets it.
4: Bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) who's your contact
3: well my uh contact changes quite frequently Uh, and he's like clicking his fingernails as he does this very nervously i kind of like start walking towards
6: him with my with the shadow dagger in my hand so i just manifest it (laughs) i get down on one knee i have a lot of personal experience with men who did things simply because uh it was what they were ordered to do because it's part of their power structure, you see. You take the orders, you get the money, you get benefits and perks, and I cut off one of his fingernails. Yeah.
3: And he gulps and gasps. My baby!
6: <laughs> Lots of people who tend to think that, uh, yeah, maybe somebody gets hurt, but somebody was going to do it anyway, yeah? yeah. I cut off another fingernail.
1: Yeah, I'm uneven now! <laughs> uh, all right, Just stop cutting off my sweet blades. <laughs> stop grooming me. <laughs> Uh, please stop this dreadful manicure (laughs) (laughs) my contact is two individuals named timon and roscoe businessmen here in town they stay at the gaff and slasher all the time they're almost like doormen there they seem to deal with most of the money changing and seem to have connections with the people downstairs what do they look like? One of them has red hair. Uh, the other one is uh, longer, shaggier. They're both very short. They're halflings.
6: Wait, downstairs. What do
1: you mean? Halflings. I guess there's a business underground there. That's mm. what they've been whispering. You know, old Regis
6: keeps his ear to the ground. You're telling me this Steven and this Roscoe have some connection with the Underdark?
1: Mm, oh, no. This is probably a language barrier thing from you. Uh, there's a basement. It's a building that's underneath the building. <sighs> but it's also a term used in illegal activity, the underground, you know. Things uh, that aren't under the light of day. And this, this transport, this happens with ships over land. I just dropped them off at the tavern. They take them down to the basement. That's all I know. That's the truth. They keep, they keep them down there. I don't know why.
6: Who would we talk to, perhaps, to find out uh, the labyrinths in
3: the city? Well, we may be able to talk to the construction guild, see if there's any kind of underground passages, but the...
6: My thought is, if we can come at this from the sewer, from underground, if we can get into it from a different entry point push in the odds are one that they cannot escape doubtless they have escape routes that lead directly into the underground Mm. if we're coming from underneath there's nowhere else for them to go
3: it's realistic that they probably have several guards posted in the tavern at all times to protect their interests if you can sneak in from underneath you might be able to subjugate quite a bit of their defenses
6: and it wouldn't be too terribly difficult for us to pay people to stand outside of this tavern nearby to keep an eye out for any runners to to get in
3: uh, track them later as needed well, if you wish to try to approach this from the sewers, I can get you a map. I can have that to you by the end of the day. The This is good. I have some contacts at the Constructs Guild. I'll go talk to them right now. What do you want to do with this one? Please, just let me go back to my business.
1: I mean, I need protection, but if I don't have to deal with these people anymore, that's a-okay with me. As long as I have some income to keep my business running.
4: How much income do you need?
1: I
7: get ten gold per body. It's a sweet deal.
4: What were you paying the Black Tongues for your
6: protection? It was only a gold every week. I'm not going to let these men get paid for playing a
4: part in slavery. Slavery? Did you not know what you were doing?
1: I thought they were hiring some kind of gods or something. These are people fit as a fiddle. These are fighters. These are people who are convicted of murder. Maybe some underground fighting ring or something, but slavery that's not even legal here.
4: But it is in Alcara.
1: Oh. That's fucked up.
6: (laughs) And yet you did not ask questions of where these bodies were going. In
1: my line of work, the two rules are don't ask questions and do what you're told if the money's good.
6: In your line of work, people get their throats cut for betrayal. And yet you seem to have slithered out from underneath that several times.
1: I'm pretty good at slithering.
6: Regis, we will let you go. Would you like to make that executive decision (laughs) without consulting us, maybe?
1: Like it's either you kill me here or I go do extra work and then get killed
6: do you have some way of detaining this person? I
3: have safe houses.
6: If you can keep them there, at least until we have uh, made some progress with this, that would definitely be helpful. If there's any kind of legal structure here, I don't know. Do you have police? Do you
3: have, uh, what, what is your, uh, The Tower your... Guard would be most interested in this, but the League gets first dibs. Bah. If okay. that fails, they will take action.
6: So perhaps we hold until either League or Tower guard, guard makes call once we have finished the job, yeah?
3: That's fair. We can turn them over to the Guard and they can do whatever they want with them. At that point, I'm sure there's evidence.
6: I appreciate what you're trying to do, but my big fear is if we let him outside, then they will know we are coming. If he goes disappearing, uh, maybe they assume that somebody cut his throat. Well,
3: I'll tell you what. I'll take him to a safe house, make sure he's well guarded, and then... I'll make sure that his shop is still manned at normal. He says, adjusting himself into Regis.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That was cool.
3: (laughs) Sound good? That sounds good to me.
5: I wish we didn't have to see that. (laughs)
6: <laughs> yeah, this feels gross.
5: <laughs>
1: All that, ooh, oh, that's nice. He's just scratching his back. like oh. oh. sublime. <laughs> You're starting to get it. <laughs> that's gross.
3: <clears throat> but I will get you those maps as soon as I can. I'll stop after this, go to the safe house, go to the construction guild, and then head straight to his wagon to hold things down.
6: Might be time we start making some
3: purchases, get ourselves ready. And uh, within... Just a few hours, it starts to get to be sundown, and you have time to form your plan.
7: Before they haul Regis away, I'm going to hand him one of my healing potions,
3: <laughs> and I'm going to be like,
7: here, it's a hair skin and nails tonic.
1: Oh, will you help my nails grow back?
3: Yes. <laughs> he does pretty good on his alchemy check. He's not good at a lot of things, but that's literally his profession. He gives it a sniff and says, Well, oh, I am look forward to trying this. Maybe it'll be the new hot item on the shelf. Can't wait to get this into the noble's hands, and tucks it away, and uh... <laughs> Maven's like, should I put him back in the bag? It's a lot of work carrying him. He's like, I'll just walk, you buffoon! (laughs) (sighs) Very well. And he escorts him out. And uh, before the sun goes down, you guys have a uh, messenger, just a normal letter transporter, drop off what looks like a large kind of manila envelope full of some stacks of paper, very thin. And it is, in fact, a blueprint structure of some of the sewers in the Rot Ward, some of which you've already become familiar with. And... With that, you seem to be able to navigate on the map what looks like a pretty good underground approach to underneath the Gaffin and Slasher. And there's probably like, a dump drain where they would put lots of the tavern things you could probably sneak in from underneath.
6: Does this also include a general layout of the Gaffin
3: Slasher, or just... It has a basic floor plan of the main floor, but mm. the basement doesn't even list it. Like, these blueprints show that it doesn't have a basement. Gotcha. The Mortal Dawn finds their way back into the Rot Ward sewers, where they haven't been in quite some time and they find themselves going north this time instead of south. Once again, you see some familiar old carvings of the Crescent Moon, uh, but you ignore them as they are not your destination, and led by map, uh, you find what is a very long stretch of sewer. It winds left and right several times, but it doesn't have any side passages, Mm -hmm. which leads up to the underside of the gaff and slasher. Um, And as you are approaching, I'm going to have all of you roll me a perception check. Dun-dun-dun! 26 or oh, no sorry 24 24 that is a dishy number 12 6 8 very good <laughs> and better and better than mine uh i got them good peepers morty Let's here morty there. not here do you guys want to have him brought him with you he's a little yes. loud a little if it's a self-job i don't know he's not a good stealth boy all right he really did want to go in the sewers though and sniff around <laughs> <laughs> roll around um would it be possible to keep him like near the entrance of a sewer and then have like a whistle
6: command in case
3: uh, if, if arvid can do me an appropriate animal handling to train him to not follow you like a puppy yeah. i love that
5: <laughs> okay
3: i don't want this one <laughs> i don't want this one ah,
5: 20 Ooh.
3: Ooh. nice nice uh so you in fact can tell that morty despite his wagging wanting to follow will stay here at the mouth of a sewer and eat some candy bars that he finds
6: so uh <laughs> the idea is that the command would be not that he goes down into the sewer but that he comes through the main door of the upstairs because I figure we won't have an issue getting in it's once we're in and we're in a dangerous position
5: and I can't just tell him that he wait no yeah you can cast a
3: spell and literally communicate with him in his own language
5: I can do that what do you want Harvard? what can I do okay so I think what our fearless leader has explained to us is that uh, if if you hear this loud whistling sound
3: (laughs) good mic whistle
5: beautiful mic whistle I want you to go straight through those doors, slam through it. You can break through it. I believe in you, very large. And uh, <laughs> from there, come find us. Knock over as many people as you can on your way, uh, but don't stay to fight anything.
6: But if he can't, after his first attempt or second attempt getting through the door, he has to go for window or another door. There's a chance this could be reinforced.
5: Start at the door. Then you can try windows. Um, if if it if you're finding that you really can't, then you, you can come back down through the bottom.
3: And, and while you're talking, he's just been like leg up in the air, licking his own butt. And he's like, licks back up. Yeah, break
5: in. You remember all that. Make a mess. Good job. <laughs> break in. Make a mess. I love it. <laughs> Good boy. Lots of people. People
3: everywhere. Mm. Uh, so we that was a quick and delightful flashback of you guys commanding Morty before entering the sewers. Um, but with your massively high perception check, you hear what sounds like a very wet, heavy breathing ahead through the winding passage of the sewer. Mm. It's almost like it's underwater, somewhat like...
2: We're not alone down here.
3: (laughs) I've wanted to say that for so long. (laughs) (laughs) With that, you hear... Like something heavy pushing against the walls. And you can see that up ahead, a dark shape is starting to wind through... These twisty, turny caverns of sewer walls to head towards you. And a beast with three massive appendages on top of it, each ending with massive, horrible hooked barbs. And its entire central frame with three legs is just a giant toothy mouth that seems to filter in the sewer water from underneath and just kind of drink it in. Uh, And it smells of just rotted filth. Stands between you and what you can see as a ladder leading to an underground door. So this is, in fact, a protection that they put in place for the underground. So we're going to enter a skill challenge to see how you guys get around this Otyuk. O-T-Y-U-G-H. Yep. I think I know how to spell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Traditionally sewer beasts. So we are going to enter a new skill challenge, something we haven't done in a minute. So to refresh everyone on how that works is we're going to go around the table in initiative order, and you're going to use one of your skills to help the party move forward in the challenge. You cannot use the same skill twice in a row, and you cannot repeat the same skill that the person who just went before you used. Um, just try to be creative. You can really sell me on how to use your abilities, and the goal of this skill challenge is to get past this autyug and get into the underground passage in this dangerous and somewhat crumbly sewer that he is storming his way through. Um, so go ahead and roll that at sweet initiative for me, and then I will collect your numbers. Artem, That is a 22. Ooh, Ooh. on a roll. Crist? 14. Harithax? nine. And Arvid. Five. So we're going to begin with Artium. You were the first to hear it, and you were the first to see it. This massive beast lumbering towards you. Instantly, I'm
6: super panicked about the whole big spooky creature thing. I'm going to use my clerical magic. I'm going to touch the mothra onto the flame emblazoned on my, on my jacket, mm-hmm. and the flames rise up. Out of it as if I'm catching on fire and then I'm gonna create a burst of, of
3: bright light and flash I like it do you want to make the uh, religion check channel your divine magic just do the DBZ solar flare. Ooh, bad. oh no
2: that's real bad that's definitely not a go okay
3: what's your total uh, Four. okay well you begin to manifest the magic and this tidal wave of filth just slams into you as this thing goes forward kind of interrupting your focus on your divine magic and you just get a mouthful of the sewage and it hits you right in the face uh-uh. candy bar slides down your chest I like calling it candy bars. It's cute. Um, <laughs> it's fucking a large A large distraction right off the, right off the bat. Chris, you are up next.
4: I think I would like to... Uh, you made a religion check. Uh, I think I would like to do an arcana casting of chromatic orb mm-hmm. into the sewage. Yeah. I don't know if I can, but I'm trying to make sweet poison, if that makes sense, sweet to kind poison? of lure the beast to try to like, I don't, I don't think know that's if something you can manipulate ease.
3: elementally. That's okay. more of like an enchantment thing to like trick him into thinking there's something tasty.
4: Yes. Um, yes. So yes, it, I'm trying to th- trick him into thinking there's something. And you do have enchantment magic, so, so you can,
3: uh, this could be a persuasion check for you. But you're using it to flavor your magical spell casting because yes. they're both charisma driven.
4: Uh, that's a 16.
3: Uh, that is a success. So instead of immediately charging right forward and slamming into the group you see it stop as from behind this illusory aura of a sweet delicious sewery smell something draws its bestial attention and like two of its antennas are like facing that way and its many eyes begin to look in that direction so for a moment it has been given pause but part of its awareness is still on the group it's I'm,
6: given pause how many does i have now still three
3: <laughs> <laughs> many many pause <laughs> this funny joke It's good joke
7: I'm going to look at this thing. I I don't know why, but I imagine when you brew potions, you end up with three of them at a time because that's how many you get in Minecraft. So I I drank one and I gave one to Regis and I have one of my hair tonics left and I'm going to be like, even the mighty can be rendered. Toothless. (laughs) toothless <laughs> right, through my through my like a couple missing teeth mm-hmm. and i'm gonna uncork this thing and i'm just gonna toss it and try and land it right in the middle of its mouth Perfect.
3: we're gonna make this an herbalism check because you're utilizing how well you made this really bad potion <laughs> can i use
7: medicine and stay <laughs> oh them? yeah yeah medicine's okay. fine
3: as long as it's flavored as you making this potion yeah that's fine i'm just i'm better at medicine <laughs> totally 14 that is just enough Ooh. Ooh. as you kind of uh ricochet it off the wall and it lands squarely in this thing's mouth and you hear the glass shatter as not its teeth closing but just its throat just crushing it to a pulp and like little sparks and fizzles start to come up from its throat.
7: Alright, in a minute its teeth are going to start falling out.
3: Marvid,
5: We're trying to get past it?
3: You will first, yeah, survive it and also hopefully get to the door.
5: (laughs) Okay, I would like to try to determine how it perceives things most. You know, some things are like more eyeballs and mm-hmm. some things are like ah vibration gotcha um so can i use the insight for that or i'd, I'd let that be insight whatever
3: or wilderness yeah that's all good wilderness or survival i guess but yeah i like mm. i like insight you can totally okay, do that cool cool i should have said eat this <laughs> i like i liked your line just <laughs> yeah
5: that's for 16
3: absolutely you can tell this thing is very uh smell driven it does have some eyes they seem very small and weak but it's very much driven by things that it can quickly consume. And you think, like, if you scattered, it couldn't go for multiple ones at a time. It would be easily distracted by one. So you're starting to form a plan. And that puts us at the top of the round. Uh, The Atiog is temporarily distracted by Crist's magic, and it begins to turn back as it realizes it has just consumed some strange tonic and is now once again facing you, slapping its tentacles into the walls and causing some rocks to fall down amongst you
6: so basically you tell us that it can be easily distracted it's pretty focused and it's okay um i'm going to use perception to figure out the optimal like course that we can go to get us
3: all through without running any risks totally that's uh 14 um so you can tell based on this thing's anatomy Mm. that its sides and its top are very well protected it's very aware of its surroundings and has a lot of appendages with to attack but you think that the underside is very much a blind spot and it is tall enough that you could potentially slip under it, but that would involve being amongst the sewage. Okay. But it's definitely, it's kind of a blind spot, if you will. Its legs are very stumpy, not very quick, and it doesn't have any eyes on the bottom if they're all on the top. I'll relay that to these guys. We're at four successes and one failure, and that brings us to Crist.
4: Am I able to throw Frostbite like a curveball throw <laughs> and change the direction?
3: I think that's based on the roll, but yeah, what's your what's your intent?
4: Obviously to distract, but to make it think it's coming from a direction we are not at. Make it think that something's in a place we're not.
3: If you want, you're also, if you're utilizing cold magic, it's it's standing in thick water. You could very easily slow it down by targeting it that way, if that's something you want. Because you've drawn its attention away once, but you can make this a new roll, so
4: you let me know how it works. Slowing it down was my backup plan in case I couldn't throw a curveball, so let's go with uh, let's go with slowing it down.
3: You can make its back foot get like frozen, so it'll think something behind it is freezing it and also slow it down.
4: I like the way you think. I want to do that. I didn't <laughs> want to reward
3: your idea, but I also want to give you the optimal ability to use your ice magic when you can.
4: And that, I assume, is going to be an arcana challenge. That check. is super arcana. Okay. That, Ooh, is, a lot. that is 22.
3: You managed to freeze two of its three legs, oh. and it, the ice begins to crawl up to its what would be knees on a normal biology, and that is enough for you guys to pass this very short and fast-paced skill challenge. You did very well in that. And as it's stuck and trying to break itself free and Artyom points with his new Captain C, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys manage to do a very gross slip and slide under its rotund belly and come up on the other side as it thrashes in panic, trying to break itself out of its frosty prison. And you quickly climb the ladder and enter the underground hallway, made of very fine wood with like velvet paintings on the wall. And the first thing you notice is that the ceiling here is pretty low. And there's only one door that isn't the stairway leading up at the end of the hall. And as you very quietly pace your way down to the end of this hallway where the door is, listening to upstairs, you just hear the sounds of normal tavern happening, and then suddenly there's a... And there's a large distraction happening upstairs, giving you a window to uh, open this door very quickly. And as you push it open, you see a very long table with six chairs on each side of it, and one at the very end of it, and at each chair there is a halfling, And as they turn, they're all holding hand crossbows. And the one at the very end has a big cigar in his mouth and says, "'How very unfortunate to see you all here interfering with my personal business.
9: "'It's good to see you again, Mortal Don. "'I regret that we couldn't do business in another fashion, "'but uh, it seems you have stuck your nose into where it doesn't belong. "'I'm a businessman. I'll give you a moment. "'Tell me, what is it you wish to achieve here in my domain? "'Are you angry that I am selling these filthy humans to the Alcarans?'
4: "'Yes.'
9: Perhaps you do not know that these humans persecute my people every day and waking moment.
4: And this makes you better than them
9: somehow? I've been better than them since before I was born. You know where I stand on the human filth. I'm weeding out the city to make room for more halflings. More half-orcs. More half-elves. Tieflings. I don't care. But the humans, they need to be knocked down the peg.
6: As he's talking, I look at Arvid and kind of... Imply if you break right, I could just take him down as fast as possible.
5: Like distra- distraction style,
6: yeah. or like if basically I'm just gonna kind of convey to you that are we are we going to do
9: this? There's uh. no need for violence, gentlemen. <laughs>
5: oh, Let's
9: yeah. handle this like businessmen. You wish for me to go with you? Very well, I will go with you, gentlemen. Please put away your crossbows. You're very intimidating. You've done a good job here
3: today, but I have my connections. You want to take me to the god? Let's go. And he climbs out of his chair. And walks over to you, takes a loaded hand crossbow out of his coat, lays it on the table, and stamps out his cigar on his bare foot, and walks up just very open-handed, being like, I'm all yours.
6: I lean over to heart attacks.
3: They're not going to
6: take him. He's paid them all off. He knows what he's doing. I agree. This ends here, or it doesn't
4: end at all.
7: I thought we would come to Squeak because the halflings were acting outside of his orders. It
4: turns out they were acting exactly on them. King, you are perpetuating a war one that will kill halflings, one that will kill all of the five kingdoms.
9: I'm very aware of the playing field.
4: And yet you would still perpetuate suffering.
9: It's a drop in the bucket. Like I said, I'm taking them down a peg. They got it coming. I'm not gonna put up a fight. Everything's gonna be square. You guys can get your reward, whoever you're working for. Understood, you come willingly.
3: I can't see any reason why not to take care of this pleasantly. Well, you wanna carry me like some little baby? We leave. And uh, before you do, you turn around, and from the stairs comes this huge toppling shape. Ah. And you see Morty there with, like, the pant leg of some guy's trousers, like, in his mouth. He's just... Good boy. And he's got, like, a crossbow quarrel just, like, stuck in his neck that he doesn't seem to notice. Good boy. You Bring your dog into my establishment. It's very unprofessional. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I understand if it's a service dog. That's uh, without, without question. But...
5: A companion animal.
9: Let's go to the tower guard. I'm ready. Did I say tower guard?
6: Where else is there to go? I'm going to signal to Reginald. Hello. We found the people who are uh, performing these uh, slavery acts.
3: <laughs> you hear, like, his little camera mode going
9: off. <laughs> what is this, some kind of publicity stunt? God no. We're simply taking you to the people who... Uh... Get that out of my face. I don't want my face on footage. There's got to be blood. <laughs> I'm sure
6: you don't. But we're taking you to the authorities.
9: Yeah, the tower guy. We're loose nearly. I shake my head. What the hell is he talking about?
6: Oh. I think the League has something to say to you.
9: Well, that's very unfortunate for all of us, isn't it? Keep your eyes to the ground in the future. You haven't heard the last of
2: King's Squeak. I love me a good b Especially when it comes to breaking down a criminal enterprise. Nothing gets my blood pumping like a good heist. Even the word is great, heist. Heist. Damn, that's tasty.
1: Right you are, Storm, it looks like, once again, Justice finds its footing with a little help from the Heroes for Hire of the
2: LUQ. Yeah, well, if the City watch ain't cutting it because you're too busy day drinking and counting their bribes, you can always trust a group of uncertified, unchecked vigilantes of various alignments to enforce the law.
1: With every success, the Mortal Dawn rises in the ranks, and I've got a feeling there are big things around the corner for this ragtag team of comrades who started as arbitrary allies find out what daunting dangers await our heroes and league teams across the five kingdoms next week on the league of ultimate questing
7: do I think I could swallow a halfling whole (laughs) (laughs) just just out of curiosity whole no okay
6: piece by piece sure that was fucking intense I was ready to throw down. Like, yeah, me too. I was like, I was
3: ready to pick it up as a fight in the next episode if we had to, but I thought it would be a diplomatic. Okay, yeah.
4: yeah, that was really cool and unexpected. Now I'm kind of
6: worried about what the what the league's gonna do.
4: Now I think the league has like got some shady shit going on. Unfortunate for
6: all of us. Yeah, like,
4: why is
5: that unfortunate it's for us? ominous as fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I didn't catch on to the eyes. I was oh, you're like, fine. Great eyes, cool uh, eyes. It does make me think. That maybe I should say this in character at some point, but I should definitely have a, a, a murder cue, like a, <laughs> <laughs> a
3: special Arvid <laughs> keyword to go to kill mode. I love it. Yeah. You ready to read us off there,
4: Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Chris. God, dude, if yeah, some no reason my brain just sees you as Chris now. I'm okay like, with that. That's, that's all right. I called him Elante in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're, it's the same person. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, let's go around the table and just reintroduce ourselves.
5: Sam. I get to go first. Yeah. My name is Sam, and I play Arvid Ulfmund, the drubarb with the uh, heart of uh, gold. Mm hmm. Good. <laughs> Goldie you are going to see the Heart, of goat. Yes. <laughs> so so the heart of goat. I was so close, and then I was like, I'm really hitting, I'm like beating a dead goat. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Perfect. Perfect.
6: Could not have been
7: Speaking of dead goats, I'm Micah Loving, and I play Heruthax, who has been known to disembowel a goat from time to time to cast augury rituals. Uh, I am a dragonborn warlock of the firstborn, a custom class that Locke created for this campaign.
6: I am Zachary Barkus. I play a Arch- Club, the cleric of sun and suffering and i am also the editor producer and technical
3: director for slapdash studios my name is law i am the dungeon master the person who plays all the npcs and monsters and morty and maven <laughs> which is the new module we're coming out with monsters and morty and maven <laughs> uh, and i am the creative director of slapdash studios
4: uh, and I am. Chris- oh wow! I was gonna say I it am yourself? Chris Zagran, Thanks. <laughs> it's uh, totally uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I am. I play him. He's a part of me.
5: Chris. You know? I am Chris I played am by. I am Chris
4: Zagran, <laughs> That should be a movie, right? Like I am Chris. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. My name is Alante, uh, and I am a sorcerer of the crystalline nature, which is a custom uh, origin made by our amazing DM. And I really wanted to thank each and every listener out there. Thank you so much for joining us with the League of Ultimate Questing. It's a really amazing and fun and beautiful journey. And as you may or may not know, new episodes go live every Monday and bonus content happens every Friday. You can listen to us at the LUQ.com or wherever podcasts are available. Uh, If you have more questions for the show or interested in advertising opportunities, uh, have fake ad ideas or whatever, or just want to say hi, that's cool too, (laughs) (laughs) please contact us at admin at slap-studios.com. Uh, or follow us on social media. We're getting bigger and better and more active on all of our platforms. So please reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Slap the Dash. Uh, and if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends, and we can all keep growing and questing together. And buy our awesome t-shirts; they're really cool. <laughs> and until next time, we wish you luck. Ooh, bye. bye. bye.